Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It is currently 134 in Edmonton. The Oilers and the New York Rangers tonight. Alexander Georgiev against Miko Koskinen. So we won't get the St. Petersburg matchup. Uh, which uh, would have featured Igor Shesterkin and Miko Koskin, and those guys played together for four seasons on one of the best teams in the KHL. Royal Pizza. Pizza Pasta is so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app store. The Stoffer recommendation from Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Brendan is a big fan of the Texan. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob Nicholson mentioning that uh, a wall of honor will be created here at Rogers Place for the non-Hall of Fame type players. And excited Don has texted in and says, Bob, the following players must merit consideration. Ryan Smith, Andy Moog, Doug Waite, Alish Hemsky, Bill Ranford, Charlie Huddy, Lee Foglin, Jordan Eberle when he retires, Dwayne Rollison, Dave Semenko. Well, there'd be a lot of uh, votes for all those guys. I think Ryan Smith is going to be the guy that uh, once they go down that path will ultimately uh, end up being uh, one of the first guys that would go up in a wall of honor. You can text us at 780-496-0063. This text comes in, Bob, I'm one of, uh, am I the only one who wants uh, numbers not retired forever? Maybe 10 years. There's a generation of Northern Alberta kids never having a modern Euler Hero jersey wearing numbers they have, i.e. 3, 4, 7, 9, 11, 17. That one comes to us from AJ. Well, that's an interesting perspective, to say the least. Brendan, just let me know if we uh, maintain contact. Bob, you've gone, you've hammered on the show today about the who would make sense, and everybody agrees on Ryan Smith. What about Edmonton's sporting icon, George LaRock? I think there's some fans that would uh, be up to that. Tiny Ted adds, George LaRock, everyone loved and feared the big man. He would have to go up on a wall of honor. So now we're getting a push. So Ryan Smith and George LaRock definitely getting a uh, a push on that front. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. (laughs) 
I, I have no idea what this texter is writing about. Something about vegan. Uh, saying, Bob, did you go out for your vegan lunch yet with George Rock? Probably probably not going to happen. All right. Uh, we're good to go here, Brendan? Yes, sir. All right. Without further ado, uh, we are pleased to be joined on the line by Hockey Hall of Famer. He is the owner and the general manager of Yokrit in the Finnish League. Uh we welcome back to our show. Uh, we did a little bit of an event with them last night at Rogers Place. Yari Curry. Yari, it's Bob. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks, Bob. How, what's this been like for you and Essa and the Finns to come back to North America and spend some time with uh, your great former Oilers teammates? Uh, it's always great to come back. You know, this city and the team always brings us good, a lot of good memories. So, And also a couple last couple of years been tough with this COVID-19, but so it's nice to get a chance to traveling and uh, of course being here, and this is a great, great event for Kevin, and uh, also the next week with the Hockey Hall of Fame for Kevin, so it's a good time for hockey. Uh, what kind of teammate was Kevin Lowe in your opinion? Uh, I think he's uh, looking back right now, the leadership, how big is that is, and how important that the team has leadership, and Kevin of course, with one of those uh, inside the locker room and on the ice. Of course, he was really defensive defenseman. He shut down for opponents' best players. Always played a big minutes, blocking the shots, and always give us a hundred percent. You know, he wanted to be hundred percent himself, but also he asked for the teammates to be ready for hundred and ten percent. I would say so. Very great guy and a very, very, very gentleman. Of course, it's a great deal. We're joined by Ari Curry, who uh, scored 601 goals in the NHL in the regular season, added another 106 goals and 233 points in 200 playoff games. He won five Stanley Cups as a member of the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, you know what I found interesting? You know, and, and I'm about oh, five years or six years younger than, than a lot of you guys are. Um, you know, and I was, you know, playing hockey as a kid myself. It would have, by the time the 1981 playoffs rolled around against Montreal, if you had told me that there were moments where you weren't sure that, you know, you were going to stick full-time in the NHL or Paul Coffey wasn't sure if he was going to be able to play full-time, I'd have said, you guys are Kevin Lowe. I'm not sure if I'm going to make. I would have said, you guys are crazy. Like, by the time the 81 playoffs happened and you were beating Montreal, I'm like, I could see what was happening. Even as a, I was 15 then, and I'm like, these guys are going to be damn good down the road. That's what I was thinking watching you guys. But it's true. You, you guys weren't sure, were you, early in your careers? Uh, maybe this is all before we beat the Montreal. I'm not sure, but definitely for my personally coming from New York, you know, and until I didn't have much to follow, uh, or there's not too much in the news or the papers or even on TV to know about this league. So this is all new for me, and I also thought that uh, being 20 years old, I thought I would be too young for this, and uh, maybe I need more more experience, you know, back home and happy. How much, and I, I know Matty Hagman's no longer with us, but how much did Matty Hagman 
And Risto Siltonen, who to this day is a cult favorite in oil country, you know, a diminutive guy that can absolutely, you know, he had a rocket. I mean, he could hammer the puck. How much did Matty Hagman and Risto help you out? Well, probably those are the reasons why I came over. I thought that uh, when Ola signed me, 80, 1980, and we discussed all summer about me coming over, and I always kept saying that, no, 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 I will stay here and uh, try to get better as a hockey player, but then they continue, and then they end up signing uh, Matty Hackman, and I say, okay, I didn't know Matty, he would have been from some country, but we're different age, and he was playing a different team, so so I met Matty, we talk a lot because he, he has been here before with the Boston Bruins in the late 70s and so he kind of opened up to me that I know this guy can help me out and uh, also the Risto Risto has been here already so those guys can help me out and uh, that's basically why I make a decision to come over. We had this conversation briefly last night. As you know, Yesapol Yarby, th- this guy is a fan favorite and he's become a player favorite. The guys are cheering for him. The other night Leon Dreisaitl passed up a chance for a hat-trick and passed the puck across so Pugliarvi could get a goal because he'd had a couple games where he hadn't scored. Uh, you've been heavily involved in uh, the selection of Olympic teams and world championship teams, Yari, in Finland. you got to be excited uh, with some of the growth that Yessi has shown. And is this just a byproduct of him getting more experience and a little bit more mature and, and maybe he came over a little too young to begin with? Yeah, it's 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 the tough question when when you make a decision. Are you ready to come over, or should I play one more year? It's you know it's it's hard to tell somebody. You know you have to make your own decision. But for yes, I think the oil has been smart to be patient with him because we all know he's a great hockey player. He, he has showed that in the back in Europe in the junior tournaments in 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 the club teams everywhere. You know, it's a big, big step his career. You know, and uh, coming from uh, Europe, you know, city like Edmonton, you know, and uh, facing a new language and uh, different games type of play. So it's all, it's not easy. Like I, same thing happened to me in my first year. So, but always been smart enough to be patient and to believe in that uh, this guy is good. And now he starts showing those things. We're joined by Yari Curry. Yari, you also, I know, were consulted when Edmonton signed Miko Koskinen. We didn't know a lot about him. Uh, we knew, he, you know, he played on a really good. team team with St. Petersburg and the KHL. Uh, he's having a real good start to this season. The owners have needed it because Mike Smith is injured. Um, in- interesting player. I know he played in the World Championship game against uh, Canada when Canada beat them 2-0 in the final. you got a lot of history with Miko, don't you? Well, I know, of course, Miko. You know that he was in this organization and then he moved back to Europe playing the Finnish League and then he started to join the national team. We took him there and uh, I guess he realized that um, to be a good goalie, you need to really work hard. You need to put effort out. And I I think he changed his style of living and the practicing and got better that way. And then he went to the cage of the St. Petersburg and he was the best goalie in that league. So, you know, I think that uh, was easy to see that he's belonged to NHL and that's Edmonton was make the right choice on him. Uh, Yari, I got a question for you about Finnish hockey. Why do they punch above their weight class? I mean, how many people live in Finland right now, Yari? About five and a half million? Yeah, yes, exactly, yeah. Okay. Always in the mix at the World Junior Championship, a hard out in the World Juniors, uh, very successful at the World Championships. Why is Finland, uh, you know, is, is this the golden age of Finnish hockey, or is there something about the identity of, of how the Finns play? What do you think it is? 
I don't know if I have an answer for that, but I think we need to, over in Finnish hockey, we, we have a good programs for juniors, and, and we put in a lot of effort that uh, we will have a good coaching for juniors, and have a good road for that way. I think that has really helped them out. And also the Finnish league in the last three or four years has changed a lot. There's more young players playing in the men's uh, Finnish league already at a young age. They are 18, I think I'd be 90 or 20. I think that they get the men's games on their belt pretty early age. I think that's been a big plus for them too. How good is Brad Lambert? Who's playing in that league right now? His uh, dad's Ross Lambert. Ross Lambert yeah. is the uh, uh, agent for Derek Ryan of the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. Well, there's a lot of expectation on him. And the last couple of years, I've been following. I don't know him at all, but I know that the reading papers, uh, expectations are really high on him. I think that uh, hopefully this is, doesn't hurt him a lot. I think that the kids in that age need to be focusing, you know, a daily job and daily training and stuff like that, so that uh, he has a talent. He's, he's a speedy guy. We can, he's hungry to score the goals. So I'm sure he's going to be a great hockey player. And you now not only are the general manager, you now own the Yokra team. Is that right? Yes, I have a 60%, yes. And which, uh, maybe you can educate our listeners here. What what league are you guys playing in? We are in KHL. You're in the K, you're not in the Finnish league. You're in the, you're no, in the bigger no. league. How? Yeah, we're in, we in the KHL. We joined eight years ago. And it's, uh, it was a big move, big step, a lot of... A lot of open questions about the league and traveling and, uh, you know, the Russian. And, uh, but the sooner we realize is that hockey is big in Russia. So it's everything's there, new rings there and they love hockey. And uh, it's, it's a tough league. And it's a good league for the players who stay in Europe, for sure. I uh, had Yessi Iwansu, uh, who was with us, also played for the Islanders. And Leonard Petrell both taught me a lot about Finnish Rus- Russian history during the war and the battles they had. So uh, <laughs> must must be a tra- yeah. It's great. It's great having the chance to have you on the show. It's tremendous seeing you last night. Have a great right. time at the event today. Thank okay. You. Thanks a lot. Thanks, appreciate it, guys. Thanks. All right. Take care. That is the Hall of Famer Yari Curry. I didn't even ask him about the '84 '85 playoffs. 19 goals in one playoff year. He had four hat tricks. Three against the Chicago Blackhawks in six games in the highest scoring series in NHL history. The Oilers lit the Hawks up, but it did go six. And that guy was a silky smooth player, and it didn't happen overnight for him. That's what's crazy. He was a healthy scratch. That was it for uh, the late Bugsy Watson. Glenn Sather not happy that Yari Curry was scratched, and, and the coach is always right until he's wrong. And then he was wrong. What a week. It's going to be, uh, we're just watching the video right now. Uh, same video that they showed last night at the gala. Tremendous. Kevin Lowe, Jersey retirement night coming up. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott with you. 148 in Edmonton. We'll wrap up the show after this. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. No, but if we have a different rules, our time, yes. <laughs> All right, we got to play that again because I screwed that right up, Brendan. So let's do this. It is uh, 150 in Edmonton. Uh, Reed Wilkins was kind enough to uh, grab a, a, f- a few moments with Essa Tikkanen. We just had Yari Curry on the show. And uh, Reed asked Essa Tikkanen whether or not 
he would have been able to shadow Connor McDavid. Well, in these rules, no. But if we have a different rules, our time, yes. <laughs> there you go. So he's saying back when he played, in different rules, he would have been able to do it. So uh, another one of the uh, guests that will be in the building tonight uh, for the Kevin Lowe Jersey Retirement Ceremony, which uh, begins at 545. The building opens at 4. 45. Uh, the Oilers and the New York Rangers puck drop will be sometime around 7.30 to 7.45. The Oilers coming in with a record of 8-1 and one on the season. The Rangers are 6-2-2. Two two. Koskinen, you heard Gary Curry talk about the fact that uh, work ethic for Koskinen helped elevate him and get him to the National Hockey League level. We're going to go to Listy and Oilers history for New West. Travel again. You can join Oilers now in Seattle to see the Oilers play the Kraken and the Seahawks host the 49ers. Call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. On this date, we're going to go back to 19. 19- 1985. Here's Brendan Escott. Well, Edmonton's Mark Messier scored his 200th uh, NHL goal and added an assist. The Oilers beat the Canucks 6-4 at Vancouver. All right, uh, there you have it. Uh, quickly, we can do a rundown for you. The Oilers finished the game the other night with Leon Dreisettle on left wing with Connor McDavid and Yessa Pugliarvi. McDavid on a five-game heater, or sorry, a uh, he's got a point in all nine games this year, a nine-game heater, seven goals and 19 points, and he trails Leon Dreisettle, who is on the definitive heater right now, with seven goals, 12 points in his last five games. RNH leading the NHL, 13 assists uh, over an eight-game point streak. Kyler Yamamoto, uh, a couple goals as well. Shore got moved up with Fogel and Cassie and Ryan was with Perlini and Turris to conclude that game the other night against Nashville. Nurse and Bouchard uh, the, there were some tough moments for Nurse during the course of that game. Keith and CeCe um, could see Cuckoo in tonight with Tyson Barry. I know Chris Russell got in the last game. Miko Koskinen this year 6-1 and one, a 2.18 goals against average a 9.34 save percentage. The Oilers number one in the league in goals for 7th in goals against. Number one in the power play 6th in penalty kill. Uh, the Oilers 11th in shot 4. They are 32nd, dead last in shots against, and I don't think Dave Tippett cares because he thinks that's a bit of a BS stat. Teams firing pucks from uh, in that are basically just dump-ins. And, oh, by the way, the Oilers face-offs, sixth in the league at 53.3%. Important because the Rangers, Edmonton's opponent tonight, at 45.3%. They're 31st. The Rangers are second last in shots, four per game, and uh, 28th in goals, four per game. They're starting Alexander Georgiev. Uh, That is a complete rundown for you. All right, so here's the deal. It's the Oilers and the Rangers tonight again. Uh, The face-off show begins at 5 with uh, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown. Uh, Cam Moon's got the call tonight. Jack's doing the TV with Louie and Gene. Uh, all obviously be on the uh, uh, Oilers radio broadcast as well. Coming up Monday, Brendan will have a recap of uh, the weekend's events. Uh, I will be flying with the Edmonton Oilers into Detroit Rock City. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling and Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Connors, who got two games this weekend, uh, will be a couple of Brendan's guests. We will head off to a global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 afternoons with Jay Lynn Nye. Back at you at 5 o'clock. So long for now, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.